Hey, this is Brandon Lucido, owner of the Lucido Real Estate Team. On our podcast, we talk about life events, real estate, and how to help and serve people. Catch our podcast every week for a new episode. You can find more information on us at thelucidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy post 4th of July. Woohoo. Yes. Always good to celebrate our independence. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've still got all 10 fingers. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, uh, didn't have any uh, firework? No. No casualties. No good. casualties. I saw a really amusing post uh, yesterday uh, aimed towards our HOA uh, uh, department that says, you can pry these fireworks from my cold, dead fingers, which are lying on the ground over that way. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Oh, man. One time Tanya got hit right in the face with a discharged firework. Oof. Yeah, we were were really close and, you know, looking up and boom. Man. Awful. Were you meaning to aim it at her? <laughs> Thank goodness it wasn't my fault. <laughs> oh, yeah, gotcha. That would have been bad, but no, it was it was pretty traumatic. You know, I was thinking about fireworks this weekend and, you know, kind of what are, you know, what your favorite type would be. Mm. And someone asked me that question, and for me it kind of shifted in different intervals of my age. You know, in the beginning I loved the little – black cats that you could like mm-hmm. light and throw at your brothers and yep. try to pop their skin. Yep. Yep. So that was like my goal to get tons of those and just throw them. <laughs> Sometimes I'd pack mud around it with a little bit of like pebbles. Oh, oh, so I'd have a little bit of a dirty grenade effect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just remind them that I'm there. Did you graduate to bottle rockets? I did a little PVC pipes yeah. and then you could, you could aim those, you know, I haven't, I haven't elevated, you know, elevated to hitting the wife yet. Wilson. So you still, you still got me there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I set the standard here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and then now, uh, or at least last 4th of July, maybe it was the one before it. I can't remember. Went to a buddy's place out in uh, Leonard, and they have some land out there, and we would shoot off the mortars. Oh, wow. Yeah, the mortars are pretty fun. Yeah, and I had a I had the bright idea of bringing some, like, MDF board and putting it, like, on the ground and stuff, and then, like, next to it, I would put, like, a pile of the other mortar shells outside of, like, you know, the tubes. So I lined up like three tubes together, staple gun them to the MDF because you know when they shoot they kind of rock a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was I bought some fuses. I was like, I'm going to make a show here. We had we had our new neighbors from California that have never experienced anything like this. So I was trying to go all out, and I did just in the wrong way. Uh, so <laughs> I lit those those mortars. You know, I tied a fuse together and made one main one out of the three. So it's spider web out to the others. And, uh, you know, they, you know, would all take off. And then me and my buddy Kyle were were sitting there about probably 20 feet from it. And uh, outside of, you know, where we're, we're sitting, there's a bunch of cars and kids and everything, you know, behind us. And we look over, and the, the pile of mortars got really bright all of a sudden. <laughs> and I say mortars, I mean like twenty of these things, and, and it's got a it's got a a quarter 
a quarter or or uh, like a like a tenth stick of dynamite in each one. Oh, it was a very very expensive piece. Goodness. Mm-hmm. And I look at him. I go, run. <laughs> And we started running back towards the cars and the kids. I mean, I think I grabbed some kid by his hair and lifted him up. <laughs> and by the time we did that, we, Kyle and I went around, dove behind the truck, and just sat there like in a fetal position. And next thing you know, it was like grenades just flying, and kids screaming for like the next minute and a half. And it was just – it was – Chaos. It was the best finale ever. And Kyle, yeah. <laughs> Kyle's kids are there, and they're crying. And, and and he looks at me, and he goes, "This is the best Fourth of July ever." Yeah. He was he was the biggest kid out of all of them. I was like, "Man, I don't know, blew up your family." And he's like, "Oh, this is so cool." <laughs> yeah, but his response surprised like, "Yeah, but did we die?" Yeah, <laughs> no, that was awesome. We were close. Yeah, but not there. So had you had you tied the the fuses to those ones also, or? No, apparently the spark from one of the fuses uh, just landed in the wrong spot. Uh, I guess the the fuse was just pretty intense. I was surprised actually when I lit it, mm-hmm. and it just a spark just got over in uh, that pile of mortars. Yeah, and it just got real bright, and I knew exactly what happened that they caught on fire. And at that point, you can't go in there and try to figure out which ones with your hands. <laughs> no. I mean, these things are the size of like a tennis ball. That's how big <laughs> each mortar was. So we just ran. And we came back to the, the aftermath and had blown a hole, probably the size of a watermelon, through the MDF and blew out a crater underneath in the dirt. Golly. <laughs> That's awesome. My buddy, my uh, my buddy from Arkansas, Chris, who was with us because it was his uh, in laws' land, uh, ended up jumping over a uh, mound of dirt <laughs> when they started taking off. I've never seen six foot plus, two hundred plus, full grown man, Superman it over some dirt, but he's able to move. Man, when uh, when you when you're running for your life, the human body will do some amazing things. Yes. There's this, uh, uh, we, we love to do mortars as well. This is the second year in a row that we haven't really done much because most of the, the crew that we would do things with ha- is all dispersed now. So uh, so we would we used to put on shows and stuff like that too. It was mostly my buddy Tyler who now actually has a drone company. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, there's this one firework that I've, I've seen videos of and I – one of these days, I'm going to get it. I think it's something you'd have to kind of get on the black market. It's the size of like a big medicine ball. And you basically put it in a barrel, and it fires up, and oh, it just it looks so magnificent. I've got it saved. I've got the, one of the videos saved on my phone. I'll have to show it to you all after this, but it just looks so magnificent. You get some height on it, or is it just the barrels? Oh. Oh yeah, you yeah. get you get a lot of height on it. Okay. But the initial explosion to get it out of the barrel yeah. is like equally as fantastic as the explosion in the sky. Wow. And it uh it looks like it's covers a county. <laughs> I don't know what it is with men and fireworks, but it just just I, makes you feel more like a man. I think it's if explosions and fire in general. Yes. And loud. Mm-hmm. So yes, it was uh we had a good weekend. Um, with, you know, we had some shows in our neighborhood too. So yeah. that was enjoyable. 
it's neat how you can see the shows from all over. Like if you ever go up on Reunion Tower or a tall building, you can see the shows all yeah. over the Metroplex. Oh, yeah. I mean, even even at the fair, if you, if you go to the, the Dallas show at the fair park, you can see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. We went up to uh, to Oklahoma uh, to see my buddy for his kind of send off. He's leaving on uh, like real early in the morning on July seventh for Africa, but he used to work air traffic control uh, at Tinker Air Force Base. So he took us up to his tower, um, and this this tower that they're in now is a brand new one. They just upgraded from uh, from this super old one that had actually been condemned, but they stayed in it for a while um, due to building issues. But uh, we ended up going on top of the tower. And uh, and he said that most of the Fourth of Julys or you know any any event that's got fireworks or you know thunder over Oklahoma that kind of stuff they'll go on and and sit on top of the traffic control tower mm. and you know from because that's the, that's one of the taller spots for just miles and miles and miles around you can just see everything going on all around you that's mm-hmm. pretty neat mm. I've got to show you some of the pictures of the of, uh, that we took on top of the tower oh definitely yeah. It was neat. All right, Wilson, what do you got for us? Well, you know, it's been in the news recently. Looks like a recession is here. So I just want to advise everyone what a recession is, just kind of remind you. So what a recession is, is it's a term that refers to a significant decline in general economic activity. So what that means is, spending is is just taking a big halt so yep everybody's hopefully saving their money or doing something but uh, yeah two consecutive quarters of reduced gdp is what makes a recession and we've had two of those and we've had two of those yes sir so it's it's coming it's coming we'll see how it affects the real estate market um I've got some numbers uh, for us. If you remember last week, um, the numbers were, were still pretty healthy as far as new houses on the market and 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 houses under contract. Well, we're looking looking at almost half that this week. The new listings in the last three days are 582. Um, price decreases, even those are going down, but it's a pretty significant number, 385. And under contract, we have 633 homes in North Texas that are under contract. Um, 633 seems below what it was mm-hmm. last time we pulled up that statistic. Yeah, I think it was 900 and something. It was last close time. to 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, definitely. So we're uh, enclosed is, is pretty pretty small, 364. In all of North Texas? In all of North Texas in the last three days, 364. Wow. That's pretty significant. So, you know, judging from those numbers, it looks like the recession is hitting the the real estate market. So, you know, the three of us are still servicing buyers. We're still out there looking for for a gym for our our clients. So Mm -hmm. what are some things that some people can do to survive a recession? Uh, The first thing to do is eliminate your debt. Um, First of all, get rid of your credit card debt or any kind of debt that has high interest rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely keep that. Uh, keep your mortgage because still, right now, mortgage insurance is the only thing that you can write off in your taxes the next year. Mm-hmm. So, first thing you can do is eliminate debt. So keep that keep that in mind the next time you want to buy a seven dollar coffee drink at your favorite place. Um, and we talked about this last week. I'll you know build a budget, calculate your monthly expenses, and 
do away with things that you, you really don't absolutely need to have. Um, the third thing is build an emergency fund. Mm. You know, um, some of us have some really good ideas on, on how to do that. You know, hide money. Uh, Brandon talked about that last week is just don't, don't look at it. That's why I got a big mattress. <laughs> Put all those dollar bills in there. That's where they belong, right in the mattress. Mm-hmm. My sock drawer. You're getting about the same interest rate anyway, so. That's For right. real, though, yeah. Totally. I, think, I think I get a better interest rate because the, uh, the cushion approach. Did y'all get that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Funny. Uh, don't stop networking. You know, keep, keep talking to your friends. And if you're in business, keep trying to build relationships, if not maintain those relationships, because this recession isn't going to last forever. It's, it's probably going to be long term. It's probably going to be about six months or more. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't, don't just stop your business. Don't just, just, you know, just crawl under a rock. Um, I, let me comment on that yeah, for yeah. a sec. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, in some ways, well, in a, a little bit of a way, like the, the COVID experience, I'm not talking about the disease within itself. I'm talking about the, the result from society as far as economic adjustment. Right. Yeah. You know, we had a bunch, a bunch of people, you know, prior to COVID, the market was nuts still. It was ramping mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, I mean, it was, mm-hmm. yep. you know, it's, it's, it was a hot, hot session and COVID hit and really, um, didn't necessarily pump the brakes. It was temporary. Yeah, but we had a lot of inquiries mm-hmm. from our current clients that we were helping wanting to know our thoughts on, on all of it. Right, yeah. Um, and and so I'll equate the recession to this kind of on, on my response to to that being COVID. In, in life, there's always going to be ups and downs. There's always going to be things adjusting us uh, in a positive or negative way, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of those impacts, is your plan in life still the same? I.e., are you still planning to relocate and take your new job? I.e., are you still wanting to get a bigger home because you're still having your third kid, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, are you still looking to downsize because your your son or daughter is still going to college and you still don't need the 5,000 square feet that you don't even go upstairs to go you know, utilize is that still on the table and 99.9% of the time when we'd ask those questions about their current game plan in life, they would say, yeah, it has not changed. So when you look at the recession, you kind of in some fashion, take the same principles Mm -hmm. and try to apply that, right? If you're still looking to buy a house or sell a house, still a great time. You just have to be more strategic in certain ways based off how the market has shifted now, as we talk on this show and finish out through the rest of the year, we're still going to be transacting real estate through a recession. It's just going to be different. Mm. Is there money to be made? Sure. But it is like Wilson was saying, you have to do maybe different things in your personal budget mm-hmm. or your personal finances that you didn't necessarily have to do a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's right. Another one of those things that you can do is start a side hustle. I don't know if you guys have thought about that, but, you know, with recession comes job loss possibilities. Mm-hmm. People, people inevitably lose their jobs. And if you're doing something on the side, like, you know, we have a huge Amazon distribution center out near the airport. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's hard work, but 
they're paying like 24 bucks an hour. I'm oh, I got one better than that for you. What's that? It's going to blow your mind. I was eating lunch real quick at a Chinese restaurant in uh, uh, the Frisco area. It's a chain restaurant. Okay. It's a fast food chain Chinese restaurant. I'll let you guess the name of it off the air. But when you walk in, they have a banner saying now hiring. Guess how much a managerial position is at a fast food Chinese restaurant? I bet they're making 50K plus a year. $80,000 plus bonuses. Shut your mouth. (laughs) I kid you not. The 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 cook in the back, whatever they started about sixty k a year. Goodness, wow! I yeah. mean, I remember working in a store in high school, like a sports store, <laughs> making eight twenty five an hour, and I thought I was oh, yeah. over the moon. Yeah. So there's opportunities out there. Yep. Having having been in the restaurant industry, uh, those are going to be very, you know, hard earned dollars. But that's a lot of money. That is. Like that's that's a. And that, that seems like a lot more than your typical person. That's starting. Yeah. That's, it says yeah. starting at. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. So keep going, Wilson. But wow. yeah, side hustle. That's, that's amazing. There's, yeah, there's just, employment opportunities out there. Yeah, employment or just, you know, channeling your hobbies into something something that generates some money, you know. Um, just whatever you think you like. Um, you know, you have to kind of lower your expectations. I've had a couple of buyers that because the interest rates have gone up have been priced out of the market. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You kind of have to say, oh, "Okay, I'm not going to get the house I really really want or I'm going to have to pay a little bit more." So, you know, just be realistic and and kind of lower your expectations if you if you feel like you need to. Yeah. Contrary to popular opinion, it is a good time to start investing in the stock market. Makes Do sense. elaborate. Yes, yes, please. So, um you know, if you're working with a professional, please go ahead and, and call them and, and get their, their word on it because I nor anybody on this, this podcast are professionals. But I'm best with gold and Rosalind Capital. <laughs> but I'm Lou Devane. The technology stocks have taken a huge hit, and that's personally that's where I invest a lot in is in the NASDAQ stocks. And um, while they're going down, I tend to focus on ones that pay a dividend every quarter, so I'm getting some mailbox money, but also – the prices of those things are going down and the, the upside is, is just tremendous. So look around again, talk to a professional, but keep a, keep an eye on that stock market. Cause it is, there are some deals out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if Google ever gets, or alphabet ever gets below a thousand dollars, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger for sure. There you go. Um, and yeah, just what I've been saying is just educate yourself on finance you know, just look at things, look at the news, you know, watch the business report on, on the news. And um, there's one local TV station here that talks about um, your money mattering. And um, can you, what can you do with your money and what are smart moves and good ways to save and other ways to, to make money. So that's, that's definitely good. Um, diversify your portfolio. If you have a portfolio of investments, not just stock, but get some, get some mutual funds, which is the best diversified product there is. Get some mutual funds, invest in real estate, hello, and um, just make sure all your eggs aren't in one basket. Sure. And, um, you know, lastly, just focus on the big picture. Like Brandon said, your plans aren't changing. You know, you still, life still happens. Things are, you're still moving down the road. 
mm-hmm. just focus on that big picture. Focus on, oh, I'm going to get that house one of these days. It's it's not going to run off and leave you in the dust. You're going to catch it. You're going to get it. And you're going to be happy you did. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, have you all ever heard people in life say, you know, I'll do this when I'm not busy or do that right. when I'm just oh, when I'm, yeah. I'm just not busy? And <laughs> that statement, so many thoughts first come to mind when I hear that, but one of my primary thoughts that comes to mind is it's, it's comical, right? Because when are you not busy? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The biggest example of, of when I hear that phrase is, you know, oh, you know, we want to go on a vacation. Well, let's do that when we have a bit more time. Let's do that when we have a bit more, <laughs> you know, energy and that kind of stuff. Well, the older you get, you, you're going to, you're not going to gain energy right? Uh, for sure. And, uh, and time, it's what you make of it. You're not going to get it back. Yeah. So you may as well utilize it. Brandon, I laugh because, you know, you taught me very well early in my real estate career to answer questions like or answer statements like that when we're doing cold calling. Mm -hmm. And that was one of them is, you know, when when are things going to slow down? You know, when when is that going to change? And it's not. Yeah. You just you just put it to them and just say it's better to move right now. Yeah, and people, you know, asking, well, are rates going to go up or down next year? And, you know, is the market going to go up or down? Here's the reality, guys. And this this goes for any advisor, economist, you name it. At the end of the day, it's an educated guess. Yeah. No one has a definitive 100% factual statement as to what will or will not happen in the future. Mm -hmm. If you meet someone like that, please call me. I have a lot of investments I would like to partake in. <laughs> yes. Okay. They're going to give you advice based off of usually historical data. So if you look at the history, like Wilson was touching base on with recession and so forth, it will hit and then we'll get out of it. Historically, we always come out of recession. We've not stayed in a recession for decades and decades and decades. Yeah. We have adjusted and pulled out. So it's no no different than like a roller coaster curve. Okay. That's right. But you need to look at your past, educate yourself on what that looks like, and start being responsible and preparing for that. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing. And and we're not you, we're not scaring anyone or trying to, you know, implement fear because that's not the reasoning behind all this. Oh yeah. We're it's okay and healthy to talk about it. It's good to get it out there in the open. And let's chew on it, spit it out, and develop a game plan and move forward. Yeah. Yep. And one important thing, uh, and this is just, this is kind of a general, the the educating yourself part of things. Most people out there, when they're looking something up to get advice on it, they're, they're not looking at multiple different sources. Mm-hmm. When when looking looking this stuff up to get to get information I think it's imperative that you look at multiple different sources because, you know, you're going to have the the news sources that sway left. You're going to have the news sources that sway right. And you're going to have, yeah. TikTok. All, all I get my stuff. news from TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, or Reddit or whatever. Yeah. Instagram and, uh, told me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and all of those sources are going to have vastly different information and, and vastly different reactions to things. Yep. And, you know, get all of that and then – take the average of that information and that's probably going to be closest to correct. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby's right. You know, 
everyone in the state has a soapbox or they have a, a platform they can speak on, which in some ways is good, but in other ways is uh, dangerous, I would say. Yeah. Um, and you need to source it. Do your due diligence. If you're going to go around, this is even more than real estate now, but <laughs> if you're going to go around life um, taking a stance or, or um, being vocal on one subject or another, uh, and you should be prepared to defend that uh, and answer that. So if someone does approach you and ask you questions in regards to your viewpoint, you should be able to answer those questions in a respectful manner. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not, that just proves to the uh, person inquiring that you just don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's great to educate yourself and not just listen to what other people say. You know, yeah. anybody can quote a quote on TV. But if you really understand a concept and can be successful in operating within that concept, you, you, you help yourself and you sound a lot better. Oh, 100%. Well, it's just like writing, in, like writing an English paper in high school or college. You know, back then, we had to cite our sources, sure. which meant we had to go find different yeah. sources. Yeah. Nowadays, nobody, nobody cites their sources, not Is even right? the news people. Yeah. And so like, that's why so many folks have become like, ah, I don't really trust you know, trust what's, what's being said out there. It's like, well, but you know, before you go and say, you know, chime in when you haven't done the research, treat it like an old English paper, <laughs> look, look stuff up so that, you know, if someone has a, has an argument to you or counters what you're saying, you can, you can actually have a response to that and say, Oh, well, actually so this, this is where I found this information. And, and then you can have an actual conversation rather than right. just being butting heads on opinions. Exactly. Or paying twenty bucks to write it for you. <laughs> just saying, the art of delegation is not a dying art. I'm just saying. Wow, you know, learn your ways. Come on now, twenty bucks would be pretty cheap for. Think outside the box here. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, yes, may or may not have happened. In theory, yes, <laughs> yes, something. I, I should have been paid to write people's papers. I never wrote anyone's papers, but. I was always very facet. I, sh- I should have. I should have offered. Made wow. Extra money. It'd been a strong opportunity if you knew me back then. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, that does it for us this week. I'm glad everyone had a good and happy and safe Fourth of July. Everyone's got their fingers. Yes. And uh, I look forward to seeing everyone next week. Exactly. I hope you enjoyed the discussion today. Click on the subscribe link to catch our next episode. If you or anyone you know has any real estate needs, you can find more information on us at thelacidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in.